business news, international sports and entertainment news. Radio on GTR. GTR. Good afternoon and welcome to the Midday News. Coming up this afternoon, Northern Region, Netco disconnects Ghana Water Company Limited over 39 million cities debt. In other stories, 6,000 Ghanaians expected to perform Hajj this year. Thai issues account for 10% of road crashes, says the National Road Safety Authority. This business spots and other stories will be coming in this afternoon's bulletin. The news will be read by Awentemi Akansukum. Now, the details. There is looming water shortage in the northern regional capital, Tamale, as a power distribution company, Northern Electricity Distribution Company, Netco, has disconnected power supply to Ghana Water Company's treatment plant at the long of a non-payment of bills. According to Netco, the water company owes over 39 million Ghana cities in electricity bills. The Dalong Water Treatment Plant supplies water to residents in Tamale and its environs. This disconnection could result in a water crisis in the coming days if power is not immediately restored to the treatment plant. Speaking in an interview, the area manager of Netco, Elvis Demuyako, noted that the action is necessary to enable the company to retrieve debt owed it to enable it to stay in operation as of april 2023 this total bill was about 39 million ghana cities but we are yet to process the new bill we know that when the new bill is done it will take the net bill to over 40 million ghana cities plus meanwhile when new sources contacted the northern regional office of the ghana water company limited the head of public relations ni abe noted that the issue is being handled by the head office in accra now, a total of 6,000 Ghanaians are expected to perform this year's Hajj as part of the five pillars of Islam. As such, a first set of over 400 Muslims have left Accra for the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia to perform the Hajj. This comes after the first flight for the pilgrimage was delayed due to technical challenges. Communications Director for the Hajj Board, Al-Haji Rahman Gomda, made this known in an interview in Accra Monday. The flight has taken off already. 437 persons have taken off to Saudi Arabia. The aircraft came yesterday to start the flight, the maiden flight from Accra. So the second one has taken off. We will have the third one on Thursday. This year, we had a quota of 6,000. Every year, the Saudi authorities give quota. Ghana's quota this year is 6,000. Last year, it was 3,069 as a result of COVID-19, he stated. Now, a senior official from the Ghana National Road Safety Authority, NRSA, has revealed that approximately 10% of all road accidents in the country are attributed to inadequate tire maintenance. Mr. Dennis Yeribu, Principal Manager of the Planning and Programs Directorate at the National Road Safety Authority, 
emphasize the importance of practicing proper tire maintenance to ensure road safety. Yeribu made these remarks during the Stay Alive Tire Safety Campaign, a collaborative initiative between the National Road Safety Authority, VOCO, and the Ghana Police Service. As part of the campaign, the team conducted tire assessment on around 500 private vehicles traveling on the Tema Motorway. They provided drivers with tire safety and management tips, distributed tire inflation coupons, and engaged in road safety awareness activities. After conducting the assessment, the team informed drivers about the condition of their tires and offered remedies when necessary. Mr. Yeribu highlighted the neglect that many road users exhibit towards tire maintenance, emphasizing that tires play a vital role in road safety. Mr. Yeribu said that the tire safety campaign would be expanded to other regions in Ghana with plans to organize a similar exercise targeting public transport vehicles. The data collected from the campaign would inform future policy directives and targeted educational programs aimed at enhancing road safety. Mr. Yeribu expressed gratitude to VOCO and the Ghana Police Service for their support while commending drivers for their cooperation and willingness to receive education on tire safety. Now, in other stories this afternoon, Ugandan authorities recovered the bodies of 41 people, including 38 students who were bent, shot or hanged to death by attackers at a secondary school. At least six people were abandoned by the rebels who fled across the porous borders into the Democratic Republic of Congo after the Chrisley Range. Authorities blamed the massacre at a secondary school in the border town of Mponje on the Allied Democratic Forces ADF, an armed group with ties to ISIL, which has been launching attacks for years from bases in volatile eastern DRC. It was the deadliest attack in Uganda since twin bombing in Kampala in 2010 killed 76 in an attack claimed by the Somalia-based Al-Shabaab group. Mponjo's mayor said that on Saturday, while some of the students suffered fatal burns when the rebels set fire to a dormitory, others were shot or hacked to death with machetes. Mumberi Edgar Dido, 16, with the attackers arrived at his dormitory carrying machetes and guns and opened fire from outside, sending everyone diving under their beds. Uganda's People's Defense Forces UPDF spokesman Mr. Felix said the six kidnappers were taken towards the national park, a vast expanse that straddled the border. UPDF embarked on pursuing the perpetrators to rescue the abducted students. National Police Spokesperson Fred Nanga said the attack on the privately owned school occurred in the district of Kasese, about two kilometers from the DR Congo border. Now, moving to business this afternoon, 
President Ekufuado has taken a swipe at international rating agencies for unfairly and recklessly downgrading sovereign nations, particularly Ghana, during the COVID-19 pandemic and the Russian-Ukraine war. According to him, that move has impacted negatively on their economies. In a speech to pay tribute to the remarkable contribution by the Africa Export and Imports Bank, the president said the downgrade of some African economies have completely shut them from assessing the international capital market, which hitherto helped them to raise funds to support their liquidity needs. President Kufuado believes that the difficult moment in the country's economy was compounded by the downgrades, making it one of the most difficult times in the history of the country's post-independence. He, however, praised Apri Exim for its timely support that took the country out of many challenges. Meanwhile, President of the Afri Exim Bank, Professor Benedict Orama, has assured of ongoing initiative to expand banking reach to many citizens since most global banks are exiting the continent. He also highlighted some successful implementations of new products aimed at making trade on the continent seamless. Minister for Finance Ken Oforiata used the opportunity to call on the bank to expedite action in ensuring that most of African countries are out of the current challenges. In some sports this afternoon, for the uninitiated, watching Thomas Pate struggle in a Black Star shirt against Madagascar could have been one of the proverbial bad days at the office for the elite defensive midfielder. Singling out Pate is totally unfair considering the Black Star's general play was flat out poor and only Mohamed Kudus and Enes Nyama excelled in the dual goalless draw. However, for the initiative, many of them Ghanaian football fans, this was just another game Pate has failed to live up to his high level of play when competing for the Black Stars. While players like Pate are gifts, there is also a cursed element that comes with a gift in the form of heightened expectations and not even a string of fine performance. And the 2022 FIFA World Cup proved worthy enough in the eyes of Ghanaian football fans. In the same breath, Pate's brilliant play underpinned Arsenal's remarkable title charge in the just-ended season as his gift-powered Mikel Atete side to shock lengthy occupation atop the EPL standing. Now moving to showbiz this afternoon, a Hilton-born rapper Milton Powell, popularly known as Big Pokey, has died at 45. The rapper collapsed on stage during his performance at a bar in neighboring Beaumont, Texas over the weekend. Clips from the event showed Pokey with a mic in his hand interacting with a DJ on stage when he, he exhaled heavily, losing his footing and fell on stage. Security personnel and a woman who claimed to be a nurse rushed to his side to administer aid. Pocky was eventually transported to the hospital a little after midnight after the EME showed up. The rapper was proclaimed dead at the hospital. 
the death of the rapper was confirmed in a statement on the rapper's verified Instagram page. The statement read, It is with deep sadness that we share the news of the passing of our beloved Milton Big Pokey Powell. Big Pokey passed away. He was well loved by his family, his friends, and his loyal fans. In the coming days, we will release information about his celebration of life and how the public can pay their respects. Recall that Pokey hits the limelight following his collaboration with DJ Screw, launching the popular chopped and skewed style of the South. The late Pokey released countless bodies of work before his demise. And that's it with the midday news on Ghana Talks Radio. Log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com. For more of these stories and follow us, Ghana Talks Radio, on all social media platforms. You can as well download the GTR app from your app store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awin Temi Akansukum. And I say thanks so much for making time. Have a good afternoon. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is great. Yes. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is big. This is big.